132, Brock. Wow. That's crazy. I know. I can't believe it at all. I just, before we get started, I just have to say something. Um, I want to give a shout out to a future YouTube star. Right now, he's studying away. He has beat Zelda Breath of the Wild. I recently (laughs) saw Spider-Man Far From Home with this individual. His name is Colby. His name is Colby. Shout out to Colby. And his brother Hunter. (laughs) Shout out to both of them. Uh, Future YouTube celebrity. I know that uh, their father, Steve, will be very happy I said that. Uh, Just so (laughs) you know. I just want to give a shout out to Colby and Hunter. Why is he a YouTube future YouTube star? Does he have a channel already? Not yet, but he's working on it. Oh yeah, diligently. Okay. On it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Gonna, as soon as as soon as this is watched, I'm gonna get a message. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, shout out to uh, both of them. I, I did see Spider Man with with Colby. It was a, a lot of fun. If you haven't seen Spider Man Far From Home, spoiler alert. We're not talking about that today because we're talking Star Wars oh. on the Rebel Scum Podcast. You haven't seen it yet, have you? I have not. I'll, I'll say this. I was actually kind of hoping to see the Rise of Skywalker trailer in front of it. Instead, I saw uh, none. And like, just The Lion King was the only trailer I saw that was like appropriate for the audience. I saw it in the afternoon. So it was like me and like, like there was just a lot of kids. Like, yeah. And the, it was like the Tarantino movie. I'm pretty sure I think there was like a horror movie shot, like the Chucky trailer. It was, I was like, what is I'm like, are these appropriate for children? <laughs> and then they had no, no Star Wars trailer. The poster was in the theater. I didn't take a yeah. picture with it. But uh, anyway, Brock, how you doing? I'm good. I am, uh, as you can see, I'm holding my hands out like this because there's something wrong with my camera. So when I go like this, I'm overexposed. So for people watching our YouTube channel, that's why I'm being weird. <laughs> Every once it's like I'll go I'll, I'll put my hands out like this and I'll focus on that and then I'll put it back like this and I'm like oh oh there it goes it's like oh I bring you love like that the aliens on that episode of The Simpsons oh uh, I have my lights uh, on my hands are already getting tired. <laughs> if I go like this it works uh, I'll just do this um hmm uh, what was I gonna say oh this is the Rebel Scum podcast I'm Brock you're James and. We talk about Star Wars. We do. We got to do that. We got to be professional. We give have us to a like. say the name of the show. We need people to give um, us a like and a subscribe also. We never do that. Yeah, like and I, we get, I get hate mail. Start telling people to like and subscribe. So do that. Yeah. Also. Check we, us out on pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. Yeah. I just The video is on YouTube and iTunes. The audio is on um, iTunes, Google Play. Although you need to check that because my Google Play app doesn't play podcasts. Uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I, um, I feel like there's more, but I don't remember them. But if you listen to a podcast, we're on there. You'll and you know what I think you can do? I think if you have an Alexa or a Google, you could just be like, Alexa. Ooh. Yeah. Alexa, play Rebel Scum Podcast. And she'll be like, I don't know what that is. No, but she'll actually play it now. I think that's how I think it does. I didn't test that. Yeah. She'll have tested it. I didn't. I mean, you or can be at like, the very least, you just say on Stitcher or on Spotify. Or iHeartRadio. I think – anyway, yeah. look, we exist on, on everything. So thanks, uh, everyone. You can uh, – so so on everything, you get the, the Rebel Scum podcast, the Outlander Club where uh, we just talked to Star Wars fans, and uh, That's a Wizard, with it, which is Andrew Fantasia talking about movies. 
mm, uh, mm. for I think like four hours. I did one. I did his first one with him because he was nervous, and I had to hold his hand and walk him through it. And uh, it was like two hours we talked for. Brock, you're overexposed. Uh, so it was. Uh, anyway, check us out on all those, but give us a like and a subscribe, and on those other things, give us a rating and a subscribe. And I don't know how it works. Brock, do you know how it works? I don't know how it works. We just talk. Just like and subscribe. Just or I don't know. Just listen to us. Who cares? Do what you do. Be you. Always be you. Anyway, it's July. Is this our first episode of July or our second? Yes. It's our yes. first. All right. So good news. What? What was that? I got a message. No. Oh, I got a message from Phil, uh, who will be joining us for uh, later oh. on the show. Yeah, just got a message from. Uh, anyway, uh, we are five months now, just over five months from. Wow. Rise of Skywalker. Like, son of a gun, this is coming up. D23 is coming up in August. Yeah. Are we going to get footage of D23? Does it matter? Everyone's, like, predicting a new trailer is coming, a new trailer. I think it's going to be more more likely, like, a sizzle reel if we get anything. I think they might even focus more on the Mandalorian. Maybe we'll get something. I For me, I, Brock, I got to know your opinion because I don't care if I get another trailer for Rise of Skywalker. I know there's one coming in at least October. But even if I don't get that, I personally don't care. How do you feel about a new trailer for Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, I'm. I think I've said it before. Like, I'd be down to be like, not know a thing or see anything. I mean, I think we've seen a lot already. Like, we've got the Fantasy Fair magazine pictures, and then the trailer. Like, why? I mean, I I know you gotta. Put it out because, like, not everybody is excited like we are. No one's talking a year in advance about a movie like we do. So, like, well, that, that's, you gotta like remind people it's there. But exactly, I agree with that. However, do you need to remind them in August and then in October, or do you think just October being like, hey, we're, I think I think in August it would be smart of them to give us something like the Vanity Fair was smart, but give us something mm-hmm. else, you know, just to like show the casuals like, hey, there's something cool happening. But then if you do that D23, it's not the casuals. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 Disney fans, but you know a lot of Star Wars fans are going to that thing. So it's a Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it hasn't hurt them in the past to do it. They they showed the first one, everyone's excited. Then they'll show one in October that'll I'm guessing will blow our minds. So how much more does everybody need to convince them to spend their money to see Star Wars in December? I, I would argue none. <laughs> like as long as you slap Star Wars on it, people will show up. It's like, yeah. oh, Star Wars. Though we are entering a zone where like maybe that's not going to work like it used to, right? Because after Last Jedi, people are a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. I guess Solo, but like, I know my parents. <laughs> we always bring up my parents and your parents. Like, if you slap a Star Wars on it, they'll go see it. <laughs> well, well, my dad uh, didn't like Force Awakens and really didn't like Last Jedi. But he's, I sent him the trailer for Rise of Skywalker, and immediately he says, when are we buying tickets? So, <laughs> and so the, his opinions on the last two have, like, don't affect him at all going into yeah, this yeah. movie because, again, it is Star Wars. And you know what? He might not have liked those, but he loved Rogue One. And maybe he'll love right yeah. He doesn't know. He likes Star Wars. So uh, you know, anything is possible. But it's, I think it's, it's important for us to bring our parents into it because they are a demographic that – We'll go yeah. pay money to see this movie that you know Disney thinks about because there's a lot of them and a lot of older people like to go to the theater in the winter to warm up. <laughs> there's a graph. It's like a pie chart where it's like uh, men 18 to 24, uh, 35 to 60, 
women and then it's like you know uh white families black families and then there's a little sliver that's just a picture of us going brock and james (laughs) (laughs) yes we're on disney's radar we're only a point one percent, but we're a point one percent. That's a lot, that's like a, probably a hundred thousand dollars. Hmm. If you we're probably worth a hundred thousand dollars to Disney. How much do you think you spent on Star Wars merch? A lot. Me too. I don't think I've spent that much. By the way, Brock, did you see this? <laughs> did you did you see this? This is a Lando Calrissian Funko Pop from the dollar store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I also have a Chewie and a Han. Chewy's, there's something on top of Chewy, but both of these were from the dollar store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm okay with that. Bring more of them yeah. to the dollar store. I don't care. Finn, also Finn from The Last Jedi was there, but uh, I didn't get Finn because I wasn't at that dollar store. Um, just saying. They also have some other Disney shows. They're all Disney Funkos at the dollar store, actually. Dollarama. Yeah. Shout out. Give us a discount. Dollarama. Um, okay. Daisy Ridley's been talking a lot. Because that's what she does. Apparently, she, well, she's in that movie Ophelia, which is a, I guess it's a small oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Because it's in the theaters, but it's also, I think, right on demand, like immediately. You can watch it on demand or something like that. Um, I'm not going to see it because uh, I don't watch movies unless it's Spider Man uh, or or Avengers. Um, so, uh, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll probably see it eventually, but I'm not in a, I don't rush to see movies anymore. Uh, that's just how it is. But anyway, she's been making the rounds. Brock, you talked about it a little bit on last week's Hollow News. Mm. Uh, she has said some other things, but I want to start off with one thing because she she said the exact same thing that J.J. Abrams said before we saw a trailer. He was interviewed by somebody at some event, and he says, "I hope the fans find it satisfying." And yeah. on one of the, I think Good Morning America or one or BuzzFeed or wherever the heck she was, she said, "It's very satisfying." She finds mm. it satisfying. They're using the word satisfying and in your opinion brock what in the world does that mean my my initial response is like oh this is just a typical actor promoting their project yes. um i'm not saying actors lie to us in these they things do. but they are promoting projects because they're like go see this because i want to get paid i mean they get paid already but you know what i mean like they want their projects to do well and i'm not saying that like they're greedy that's everybody everyone's like yes this is my job you should think it's great. And so my job, I can continue to do as long as I want. Um, but I think people in general, especially she's been in two other Star Wars movies now. Uh, when did Force Awakens come out? 2015. 2015. So the last five years of her life, it's just been about Star Wars. So at this point, I think she's pretty uh, on the ball of like knowing like you can't mess with Star Wars fans like Every single thing you say about this movie is going to be scrutinized. So why why lie? Or at least if you're going to lie, <laughs> make a like a really elaborate one that makes sense. Um, and I don't know. It's it's I think because I read something yesterday where she was talking about Force Awakens. She I think she was just on the Josh Horst podcast um, where she was saying uh, uh, Force Awakens. She was like, I don't know if I can do this. She was almost going to quit because it's just. Not because there was anything wrong with it, it's just such a huge thing that like it's it's a lot to take on. So I think she understands what Star Wars means to the world in general. So it's very intimidating. So to hear her saying something like it's very satisfying, it's like this is what you've been wanting and or whatever. I mean, it's her opinion and like someone's 
someone's gonna watch the last movie and be like, oh, that was garbage. Blah, 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 blah. Like that's gonna happen because you can't please everyone. But I think she is sincere when she says stuff like that. I actually do too, and I, I, I but you know, she. I think um, she wasn't a Star Wars fan coming into to Force mm. Awakens, right? I think she said she had never seen it or she wasn't that familiar with it, or whatever. Like unlike Boyega, who was like, yeah, uh, which is fine. I'm not that has nothing to do with what I'm saying, but so I, well, it does because I don't. Th- I think when she went into the Last Jedi, because if you remember, she kept talking about how great Last Jedi was and how her and Ryan Johnson were talking about the character and she really loved this and that. Now she's kind of saying she understands how fans kind of weren't so in love with it. And I think from an acting standpoint, a story standpoint, I think she really appreciated Ryan Johnson and the um, and the Last Jedi and that experience and the character arc and all that. How, uh, but but I think from Star Wars perspective, I think her and I think maybe even Lucasfilm and Disney have kind of seen things from another from the George Lucas perspective now yeah. of you know people hate things for no reason or you know they might be ticked off at something but then they overreact to it you know human nature things like that. And the word satisfying was the first thing J.J. Abrams really said about this movie at all. And then she says it and you just think what like I'm just trying to think what does satisfying mean? Are they going to because she also said, you know, we're going to talk about this, obviously. But, you know, the Ray's parentage thing is going to get wrapped up. And and but is that satisfying? Like was like the answer we got not satisfying enough? Or the other thing is, was the answer we got the answer and this is just going to like set that in stone and be like you come from nothing like chill like you know she'll go visit her her parents grave on Jakku and that'll that'll be that right like I, mm. I don't know because people are making that comp- comparison with Return of the Jedi a lot on social media where they're like the Return of the Jedi solved like answered Luke's parentage because you and I weren't weren't around for Empire Strikes Back so we didn't have that experience of is Vader actually Luke's father and waiting three years to find that out but, you know, when you talk to people who, who have seen it and experienced it like that, there were questions they didn't know. Whereas you and I, we just always knew that that's Luke's father. There's no question about that. To us. So, I mean, it could be that kind of thing where, it, you know, it is the blatant truth. Or maybe it's a complete lie and Maz Kanata is her mother. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh... Yeah, because this is like, this is very, this trilogy is more comparable to the original trilogy because you don't know what's going to happen with. The yeah. prequel was great, and there's stuff in it that no one really expected, but you kind of knew where they were heading because they had to fill in the gaps of a story you already kind of knew the ending. So, um, Side Akbar, can I interject? Mm. Do you think there would have been uh, an opportunity for George Lucas, and, and I love the prequels, we all know, but in the prequels to do this story where Anakin Skywalker exists and Darth Vader exists, and we never see them together. But the, you hear about Vader. There's this thing, Vader, coming around. And it all ends, and Anakin gets killed. And yeah. everyone's like, Anakin's dead. Anakin's dead. Mm. But what really happens is he just, I guess, faked his death. Because he's, you know, yeah. Order 66 and all that. And then that you still get that twist in Empire Strikes Back. Do you think that is that could have been a possibility? This is just a side Akbar what if. I love the prequels, so I'm not trying to redo them but you just had that feeling where you're like we knew it was happening but i'm like what if this happened yeah yeah no i think they could have done something like that because all you're going on is that what obi-wan says in the a new hope 
I guess there's a little bit more elaboration throughout the trilogy, but like you, you could have, yeah, he, he could have sent a twist. Uh, yeah, like it's like well, Anakin Batman, still could have like, been well, vague. Batman and Bruce Wayne are never in the same room together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like exactly. I think. I mean, uh, I, I just made that up right now. There's nothing. <laughs> oh yeah, but I like the concept. It's like. He was in the Vader suit as himself, or I don't know, or like, or like maybe like it's a new person in every Vader suit, and then he gets forced into there. Yeah, or you know, Vader, you know, whatever. But the the thing is, then you could do that where you can still watch all six of them and still have the "I am your father" twist at the end, even if you watch one, two, three first. You know, it's a small thing, and it doesn't affect me because uh, that twist will, I'll never experience it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> to go back, you know, sometimes I wish I could watch the original VHS or beta of Star Wars because it's like we've gotten so many re remake or not remakes, uh, re. What is it when he adds stuff? Special uh, editions. Special editions where you're like, oh yeah, I forget what this used to look like. I think I saw at uh, Fan Expo this year, someone had a Blu-ray of the original. 35 millimeter or whatever it would have been so it's like they've just converted it to the blu-ray and i'm like oh wow i almost bought it but it's too expensive because it's just like oh yeah that would be fun like no java and a new hope and just like it's not as you know i I think original copies would still look good because like what they did with the models in like the death the death star battles like still like oh yeah it's just now it's all crystal clean and ever i don't know it's 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 such a i don't think like there is no other movie genre or movie franchise that's done this right like they they've gone back and just improved 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 so it's like what is the original so it's true and i think that's part of what star wars is is it became uh the the myth like the movie i think like the idea of star wars has surpassed the the films of star wars and i think that is part of the reason why you can never satisfy anybody when it comes to star wars because for you you're all about ewoks for andrew he's all about uh palpatine for for rob he likes like boba fett like like it's like everybody has their own little pocket of star wars and you can for no reason other than you know maybe you had the a toy wicket you know that like i i you know i've been coming to the conclusion that i've Star Wars in my mind was something I always knew, but it was the toys is what carried me through yeah. through it. I think like I, I I know I watched the movies, but I know I played with the toys, and and I think that's really what Star Wars is is every, you know video games in the nineties, you, you Shadows of the Empire, things like that. So that's the tricky part. So how do you satisfy fans that can't be satisfied? JJ, uh, I I think you gotta look at Star Wars as like a grand design like maybe you don't like the newer star wars movies but then you like the clone Wars stuff or rebels or maybe you're really into like poe dameron or um like the new star wars comics like maybe you're into that or or maybe you really like uh the the youtube shows it's just like there's gotta be something that you like the video games right like battlefront 2 had a really excellent story and i'm like psyched for uh, Jedi Lost, like that looks really, really cool. And I equate it to Battlefront 2 because it's like they have main characters that look like the actual actors. So you're like, it, it, even sort of 
they've done that I think with video games before, but like it just something about how Star Wars games go about it that you're like, oh yeah, this is a new like uh, it's I yeah, so it's I think that's what Daisy's sort of talking about where it's like Oh, you'll be happy. Trust me. Like, it'll all wrap up. Or maybe it doesn't have to all wrap up. I don't think it... That's what's the beauty of Star Wars. It's like... You might at some point get an answer on something or elaborate on something, but like years later in a book or something like that. So. Exactly. I don't know. She said satisfying, now wrapped up too. That's the other difference. Is what, yeah. is, what is... So that's... For the next five months, we'll be talking about what is satisfying? What is it? Is it you know, are they bringing Akbar <laughs> back from the dead? Akbar is a force ghost. That'll... Yeah. I, I I am curious about because um, J.J. Abrams said he learned a lot from Ryan Johnson and taking risks and whatnot, and he approached this differently from from The Force Awakens, which I applaud. I'm like, thank goodness, you know, because I don't want just another Return of the Jedi uh, film. I want, although you know what, The Last Jedi is Empire Strikes Back in reverse, so I that, that's really what it is. They these you know they start off separate and then they end together, and that's the reverse of Empire. Um, but I, I just. You know, and from everything we saw in Vanity Fair, they go to the new planet. There are new creatures, and we all want the old creatures back. Are we going to get old aliens in this? Are we going to get familiar planets? Is Tatooine finally going to show up? Because I can't see how you end a Skywalker saga without Tatooine. Like Tatooine is so connected with the Skywalkers uh, that you feel like it has to be a part of it. Now, maybe it doesn't have to be a part of it, but from my outside perspective on it, if you're wrapping up a story about the Chosen One's family... You should go back to where the chosen one was born, but I don't know, maybe not. Yeah, that'd be kind of that'd be cool because you could have like Anakin, Luke, and Obi Wan just sort of show up on Tatooine because they're all kind of attached to it in some way. They are, like they somehow like their for, their Force ghosts are attached to that planet, and like Ray goes there to speak with them. Oh man, that would be sick. <laughs> well. Oh, man. Luke is uh, Luke is appearing in this movie, and it, you know from what Mark Hamill said, it sounds like he's coming back as a Force Ghost, uh, but he could be trolling everyone because Mark Hamill's very good at that. If he's <laughs> if he's not good at anything else, he's good at trolling fans on social media, for sure. But let's go back to Ray's parentage because you know, mm. um, here's here's I will say this, and I think I mentioned this on a thirteen thirteen for patrons is people are like, why is everyone so concerned with Ray's parents? Because in Star Wars, all we have known in 40 years of Star Wars movies is everyone is connected to yeah. everyone. So, of course, everyone is obsessing over Ray's parents. It's not a dumb question to wonder who they are, even if you've already got that answer from Kylo Ren. People will want to know because everyone is connected. And then when when Disney and Lucasfilm come out and they refer to this as the Skywalker saga... That, that that just is gonna is just gonna warm you know heat those questions up even more because all of a sudden you go well if it's a Skywalker saga who is she in the Skywalker saga her parents should be somebody because as far as we know everybody has some sort of connection to everybody unless of course they are going to spin Ray off into uh, new films because then she could be whatever they want her to be and we can accept that a little bit more I mean I'm, I'll be accepting as whatever they give us like I'm fine with the answer we got in Last Jedi but at the same time I totally understand why people are obsessing over this because it's Star Wars and everybody has been connected to everybody else yeah yeah for 40 years I, I think it's just the whole idea of like <clears throat> 
the chosen one philosophy and restoring balance or like it's it's like they all have to connect in some way um i'm looking forward to future stuff where we're like let's just start from scratch so like yeah but yeah that's the thing you know, like even like when you got like new stories like the uh, master and apprentice with uh, qui-gon and obi-wan and then uh alphabet squadron where it's just like they all kind of relate back because it's like there's always got to be like a touchstone of something. I, 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 maybe that's not what I mean. That's not a good example because it's sort of like we're just trying to like go back to the well as many times as we can on one thing. And it makes sense. It's what Star Wars fan lo- loves about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've said it before. I feel like I've said it since we started this podcast. It's like I don't really care if she's anybody. Yeah. If it's a great, I mean, she's saying satisfying. I'm going to use this if it's a satisfying like uh, storyline. Like, okay, great, let's do it. But like in Last Jedi, when Kylo basically says like, "They were your parents were nothing. They were garbage people." Like, and I even I've said it's like, "Oh, he's probably lying. He's he's, he's the bad guy. He's probably lying." Uh, I still like that concept. Of, like. I don't want it to be true. I want it to be like, oh, she's maybe not a Skywalker, but at least her family is important for some reason. It's not just like we're following this person and feeling for her and then like, oh, by the way, nobody loves you. <laughs> like, like it's not that's not satisfying. I think that's what people probably want. But to know that, oh, like your parents did this. They sacrificed themselves. You're like, oh, that's nice. That's what. Why you go to the movies? You want those stories where like, oh, I feel good. I I feel something. You, you know, not having an answer makes people irate. So, do you think if if Kylo would have walked up to Ram and like, you know who your parents are, it's Luke and Mara Jade, that all the hate on YouTube would be like cut in like maybe like two thirds, like it, like way less people would be mad at the movie because then they'd be like, oh my god. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I never thought of it. I'm like not that. saying that's what I like. I do not. I don't. Yeah, I, I no, don't no. give a crap about any of that. But like, just like it seems like I, there's just like pieces of this movie that people are pissed at, and it's Luke <laughs> and like everything else. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. It's a. I don't know. I I'm hearing that. I don't know if it was in a comic or if people have been talking online, but I've heard rumblings that they've been retconning the Luke throwing the lightsaber over the shoulder. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I've heard that too. I don't know where exactly. I think. Yeah, we didn't do I our homework. I think that is. I will. I'll defend that scene. I think that's important. I think people are mad because it's like that's not the Luke I was hoping for. Like, okay, understandable, but like, Ray is like the fan. She represents Star Wars fans. Where it's like, we're gonna go to the island with this lightsaber, and Luke's gonna be there. It's like. We're going to save the universe. That's what everyone wants. And that's what Ray, the character, wants. She's like, I've come here for answers because I don't know where I I stand. And then for Luke to be like, like I I, I think the story of that, like his I I am very interested in like why how does he get there? Like we've we're given like a little bit of it, but we're not given the whole thing. So it's like Let's investigate that more because I I like that idea. Uh, I like the idea better than "Mm." the execution of that scene. I still think they played it up for if and I just watched you know I just did the the last Jedi rewatch and I actually enjoyed it the most I've ever enjoyed the movie, which was a lot. 
But that <laughs> that moment though, she walks yeah. up, everything happens, and then the music stops, and he yeah. tosses it over his shoulder, and he storms off. Yeah. And it's it's, I feel like it's still too comedic, especially after the horrible hugs joke, which didn't bother me as much this time, but it was still horrible. And the Finn, the Finn humor is bad still, where he's like bursting everywhere. Um, it just felt like it's like you needed that moment to ground us in some sort of serious reality for a moment. And instead with the music stopping over the shoulder, yeah. storming off and you hear like, you know, birds like chip, chip. It's like, right. I, st- I feel like it's the execution, not, not the situation that was that, that I'm, that I'm not on board with. Cause I think it is important that he threw away the lightsaber. Yeah. Um, but I think there was just maybe, I think just, that like a hundred takes. In the in the, the the filmmaking style, it just seems off, right? Yeah, right here. that's what it is. And I think there's. A I f- mean, I can agree with that. That makes sense. Yeah. There's a few moments in the movie that I felt were a little off, like that. Uh, still, the the whole him being crazy on the island, I don't hate as much. The milking, still, it's. I don't know why they <laughs> still don't understand it's, why they chose to do the milking. It, like, he's like comparable to like Ben Kenobi living in the Jundland Waste, where it's like, oh, he's crazy. He's just some hermit. So like, it's like, but we never we don't saw really him. Obi Wan do that. Yeah, like some well, things. Like, are, like I, I also still think that less is more sometimes, and you can be more impactful. Like Yoda was crazy, but we never really like saw him like smash a stick on R two and and eat mm. and spit out a hot dog. But he didn't milk a yeah. space bat or anything, you know. Like, like it just like it felt like it just went a little touch too far. And then he's got that cheesy reaction, like with the milk mustache, and you're like, reel it in, just reel it in. It doesn't have to be <laughs> that funny. This isn't labyrinth. We don't, have to, you know, this it's not reel it in. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I agree though. I think the moment with the lightsaber is important. I just think it's, and I, I also think because that's our first moment with Luke, and and mm. it was played off like that. I think that turns people off right away and it's hard to bring people back when the character doesn't get redeemed until the very last shot of the movie basically you know so it, it's that was a it's a tough tightrope for them and uh, I don't envy anybody involved it, it's funny because it's like that scene is like sort of reminiscent of who Mark Hamill is yes. now he's like goofy Twitter troll that he he loves what he does but he's not against yeah. like telling you what you don't want to hear uh, and then if you look at, I mean, I don't know Mark Hamill specifically, but just like seeing how he acts in the other one, like a lot of people are like, oh, he's not a good actor back in the day. And it's like, oh, he took his start, his movie too seriously. Now he's like not taking it serious enough. Uh, that, I, that's where I have to stop. I was like, okay, it's not Mark Hamill. It's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> like, so when I see him do that, I'm like, oh yeah, this is just... Mark yeah. Hamill does this on a regular basis. <laughs> it definitely feels more like Mark Hamill than yeah. Luke Skywalker. But uh, like I said, I just honestly, I just watched that movie like a, two weeks ago, a week ago, mm-hmm. and I, I, I really liked it uh, a lot. And I don't know what it was, but uh, I was there was like I said, there was a few moments that I was like, uh, I still think the pacing is off at the beginning of the movie, especially. Uh, they just cut so fast. Where's Finn? Where's Ray? Where's it? It's like, calm down. Calm down. Breathe, as Luke Skywalker the says. The real question, real question is: Will your feelings towards Last Jedi prevent you from seeing Ryan Johnson's new movie, Knives Out? No, I thought that looked great. I was like, yeah. I really like that trailer. No, and it won't stop me from seeing his next movie. If, if I mean, unless I mean, up past Knives Out, unless of course he does something that does not interest me in the least. You know what I mean? Like, 
I have all the faith in him. I'll go see his next Star Wars trilogy, and I'll go see um, Rise of Skywalker. And I'm, I like I've said this a million times. I'm just I'm worried that things will happen in Rise of Skywalker, and they're like they retconned it. Did they retcon it or expand on it? We need to get our, yeah. we need to get our phrasing correct because um, I don't know. I think I think he left. He, everyone's like, there's no questions left. I think there's a lot of questions still. And there's something, there's an, like, it did feel like an ending, but it's clearly not. Kylo Ren and the First Order are still flying around the galaxy. The resistance is in shambles, so there is no conclusion. And, and you know, Luke Skywalker, yeah, he died, maybe, probably. But that's not the end of his story, as we learn, because he, you know, I still think it is weak if, if he never came back and his last thing was just to trick the first order so the resistance could leave because then you're like well what yeah. the hell is the point of Luke Skywalker and what's the point of Anakin Skywalker so there's more but the point of all of this could just be uh, Ben Solo that could be yeah. the whole point of everything yeah no yeah hmm. how many more months five months <laughs> just over five months we should do. Uh, uh, we should have done this. We did this in one, with the one year. We should have done this with six months. Maybe we'll do this with like three months, where Andrew can come back on and we could get re-asked those questions oh. that he had. And we I just think about that episode all the time, yeah. where he asked those questions. I'm like, I'm so excited to see what it, the real reality of this. Movie I'm actually is. afraid to go back and watch that one. <laughs> well, like, it's got Andrew in it, so why would you? Watch well, it? That's actually why I am afraid of it. But uh, I. Uh, yeah, we got it. I think we should do that one more time at least. And then maybe like the yeah, day yeah. before we – maybe the day of we should do a live stream where we're just like, here's our final thoughts on it. And mm, then we go yes. in and we come out and we're like, we were so wrong. <laughs> Which I'd be totally fine with if we're so wrong on everything. Like, you know, we come out and we're like, oh, my God, Lando was in the entire movie and he's a, he's the hero of it all until he blows up on the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you want to go to the odds? Let's do it. Today's odds are brought to us by Patreon. Here are wow. some. We're going to be joined by a Patreon soon. Uh, here are our Patreons. Thank you all for your support. If you want to join our Patreon, we're patreon.com slash Podcast. And today's show is brought to us by Heidi Fetter, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Christine Allison, Mary Kristen Athen, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, JRB Nerdcast, Scott D, Jacob Nixon, Andy Higgins, Mason Hope, Matt W, Tom, or Tom, Tony Comstock, FP, and Den of Nerds. The Den of Nerds. Den of Nerds! <laughs> and joining us now are one of those Patreons. We got Phil joining us. Hi, Phil. Hello. How are you doing? Pretty good. Thanks for being on the Rebel Scum podcast. No worries. No worries. It's a pleasure. Where are you Absolute joining us pleasure. from? Uh, currently I am in Thailand. Thailand. Um, wow. Yeah, this is, yeah, Thailand. Yeah. I, I work out here and sometimes, uh, in China too, but my house is in uh, the North, Northern Thailand. Yeah. Wow. How long? But I'm originally from England. Yeah. Oh, so you're not originally from Thailand. Maybe tell by the accent. <laughs> no, I'm not. I've heard Thailand. Tell by is, the accent. Yeah. I've heard Thailand is unbelievably gorgeous. Is that true? It is unbelievably gorgeous. Yeah, it is. Um, I live in a city called Chiang Mai, which is in the north of Thailand, and it's absolutely lovely. It's kind of very mountainous and green, and yeah, it's lovely. 
but it's also a big city at the same time. So, so best you of get all the uh, mod comps. The best of both worlds. Yeah. Well, finally, we get to to do a video together. We've been trying for over <laughs> for over a month now, uh, but the time differences. Quite a while, yeah. Yeah, you know, the time differences have not been helpful. But here we are recording. We last everybody watching. Just while you know, Brock's picture is gone, so it's just you and I right now. Just our beautiful faces. That's fine. That's fine. Screen. Brock, can you still uh, hear us? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I can so, hear you. Yeah. Tell Daryl to get you better internet. Uh, so <laughs> it sounds like you need it. So <laughs> I think he's taking it just for himself, and he gave you guys like dial up. All right, we're gonna go to Never Tell Me the Odds. Here we go. Today's odds are, uh, well, they are odds for sure. Da, da, da. Let me just pull them up quickly. Uh, so you prepared for these odds, Phil? Um, yes, I'm prepared for the odds. Um, I didn't make notes for the odds, but I have looked through the questions and I already know what I'm going to say. All right, kind of. <laughs> All right, first odd. We'll start with uh, we'll start with you, Phil, on this one. The odds of Leia appearing in the end scene of the Rise of Skywalker, the very last scene, will Leia be featured in that scene? Um. Yeah, the end scene, the, the the final scene, right? Yeah. I'm gonna say quite low on this one. Mm. Um, I think she will be. Obviously, she's gonna be in it, but I think they're gonna deal with that kind of situation on their own, in their own way, and give her their own ending. And I think the ending for the last Skywalker is gonna be quite a. Um. Mm, not really to do with her as much. Um, I think they're going to deal with that in their own way earlier on in the movie, and then finish it with um, with Ray and Luke, maybe I think, and Kylo. Ooh, and Ray and Luke. Any reason why so Luke would, will be there? Uh, I think it's going to be a bit of a send off, maybe a a little bit like the end of uh, Return of the Jedi, when they have sort of a few of the Force ghosts. Come in like in the last scene, um, and then Ray maybe, possibly not on Endor, but uh, somewhere in the galaxy. And um, I think that it will be a similar ending to Return of the Jedi, where it's all kind of like, oh, this is the end, and you know, move on. We're done. Mm. All right. And your odds were? Uh, I think it's going to be somewhere like three point five percent. I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, Brock, what about you? <laughs> Quite low, I think. Yeah. I, I had the same reaction. I was like, uh, is she doing something, or is it a Return of the Jedi ending where it's like, everybody's here, and we're having a great old time. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say hi because it's easy to digitally just put someone in the background, like, standing. So I just don't know. Uh, without knowing the storyline, because I'm always like, I don't know what's going to end, but if we knew it would end, <laughs> it would be a weird show. Um, I'm going to go 40%, because it's sort of like, I feel someone's going to have a soft spot and be like, let's just put her in. Yay. Yeah. Do you think Do you think she's going to come back as a Force Ghost? At the I end? don't know. I, when I watched the trailer, the, the first trailer, I was like, Oh, she's hugging Ray, and there's some kind of force dimension. I don't know why that popped into my head. So maybe uh, I'm gonna go full Brock on that one. <laughs> I'd never thought about that. Yeah, if she uh, that's just what popped in my head when I watched it, based yeah. on literally nothing. 
Um, Leia in this movie is so tricky. Like, mm. I I, I kind of want them to. Well, Brock's back. I kind of want them to. Um, like, deal with her early on, and then move mm. on. You know what yeah. I mean? Separately, yeah. Yeah, like, so I'm gonna go. Mm. I'm gonna go seventeen percent. Moving on, our next odd, the odds of, Brock, I'll start with you, the odds of Jakku appearing in the rise of Skywalker. Are they going to go back to Jakku? For a second there, I thought you said the ride of Skywalker. I'm like, is that a new Disney ride? Well, I, uh, I'm still trying not to call it rise of the Skywalker. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to go back, um, but we already know we have a new desert plant pasana i mean you could go to two desert plants whatever um i would like to go back because i feel like jj has a lot to say about jakku i feel like if he had done the second one we would have learned more about it i don't know or just the star wars folk in general had a whole bunch of plans after playing battlefront 2 so i'm gonna go 65 percent. i want to go back to jakku 65 i'm gonna go i think they're gonna on some capacity, we are going to see Jakku. Whether or not they go back to Jakku, I don't know. Maybe it's in a force back flashback or a future back, a future forward. But I think we're going to see Jakku. I'm going to go 71%. That is my feelings. Uh, Phil, your thoughts, your odds uh, of going back to Jakku, or Jakku appearing. Yeah, my my odds. I'm, I think it will be a flashback if that counts right that counts if we see jakku on the screen right yes uh yeah i would say quite high i think there's going to be some kind of flash even if it's a similar flashback to what we saw in uh the force vision in the force awakens where we saw her um being led away by um Ankar Plutt. i think it's going to be pretty high i'm going to go 87 percent wow awesome <laughs> Pretty Big odds, yeah. I think there's going to be some kind of, even if it's just a visual, a visual kind of on a force, vis, uh, force vision kind of uh, yeah. moment. I think we're definitely going to see Jakku. Yeah. I kind of feel like we have to see Jakku because the questions have, mm. like, she wanted to go back so bad for her family, and she's so into her family that I think we have to, we mm. have to see what's up on Jakku. Or yeah. maybe we don't. If have we to don't get, all, yeah, I think if we don't get all, all the answers, I think we've got to get a few answers right they can't i don't think they're going to tie up all the loose ends in this movie yeah um i think we're going to get a few answers and i think one of them will be what happened why was she left there mm. i think jakku is one of those answers that have to that have to come in this movie in some level it doesn't have to be a major yeah. major answer just like oh or jakku not is... or not <laughs> yeah. or, or you know you know it doesn't who cares about jakku all right our final odd today yeah uh, i'll start with this one um, the odds of Lando Calrissian dying in the rise of Skywalker. I'm going to go 0.1%. You don't kill Lando. I mean, maybe you do, but I'm going to go 0.1% <laughs> until I see the movie. Phil, what about you? Uh, I would agree with that completely. I think they'll he'll be... Although he's in the trailer, 
I, I think he's going to be a really small part of the movie. I, I don't see how he's going to have a major role in it. Um, I think he's been... Yeah, I, I just I don't think they'll make too much out of Lando. I think he'll be a character that comes back and helps them out, you know, helps the Resistance out and does something cool, and it'll be an excellent moment, and I think they'll he'll just fly off. I don't think they'll we'll see him die. That's fair. I actually kind of agree with that. I think Lando is that kind mm. of character who just kind of comes in, does his thing, then moves on. Brock? Yeah. I, I'm going to go zero as well because it's just like, haven't we killed off enough characters? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd agree. Zero percent is... is, is like, isn't is it definitely. overdone now at this point? Yeah, zero percent. Uh, and I feel like... I feel like Lando is not going to be a, a main character. He's mm. going to be a character to get you to somewhere, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe they just like here you have the Millennium Falcon back. I don't know. I yeah. I hope that doesn't. I I want to see Lando in the Falcon, but I don't know. I think he'll like, just have a cool moment. I think yeah, he'll exactly. have a really cool yeah. swoop in, do something cool, yeah. fly away. That'll be it. I think. I think he's gonna get a proper send off. I think especially. I didn't think Luke was gonna go in the Last Jedi because because Han Solo just went. And how how can you just keep <laughs> killing? <laughs> you know these characters off one at a time so i, yeah. I you know and now yeah. you have leia and carrie fisher has obviously passed away so mm. let's just yeah. leave lando and he yeah. can, you know i what? don't I, what was that sorry i uh, i don't think they're gonna kill off chewy i, I, I don't no, think no. that'll be a good thing no i think they'll just let them yeah they maybe need, they'll go off together they need chewy <laughs> at galaxy's edge he is uh yeah 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 that's what they need him there. So we're all in agreement that Lando will die within the first five seconds. He'll it'll be in the crawl. Lando yeah. has perished. <laughs> no! All right, yeah. Brock, yeah. are you ready to read some news? Yeah, I am. Let's do this thing. All right, Brock's reading the news. Hollow news. Da, 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 da. Hollow news. News you need to know about nerds like us. <laughs> okay, first story. Um, hey. You got a house, you got an apartment, you got a place where you put your stuff. Why not get Star Wars branded furniture? Well, I don't think it's branded, but a Filipino industrial designer named Kenneth Kobopoon, I'm probably totally destroying that name, has created Star Wars themed furniture and home accessories. Um, after initial launch in the Philippines, the range is now, uh, or his collection is now available in the U.S. and features six items each inspired by a specific character. They all kind of have like a rattan sort of look to them, uh, but they're like mostly comfy chairs. There's three armchairs that are, uh, one is the Darth Vader armchair that is shaped like his mask. Uh, so it's black and it has the dome sort of thing. Uh, the Sidious chair, which resembles Palpatine's hood and the legs curved slightly forward, capturing his frail yet intimidating presence. And of course, there's the Imperial Wings chair, which has... TIE Fighter wings on the outside. I think it's like a white-gray color. Very, very cool, but very, very uh, awkwardly shaped, so it might be interesting to put it in your family room. There's also the little Jedi lamp and the Wookiee rocking stool. So it's a stool, and it looks like Chewbacca, and I believe the bandolier goes across it. Um, it the prices range from $655 American to about four grand for the Vader chair, um, but if you've got that extra credits uh you've done some smuggling this furniture might be for you phil you gonna you gonna go in on any of that furniture uh not for four thousand dollars <laughs> um, i would say 
the Emperor's chair, I think, would be good if you could get a replica of the actual chair that he has. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think I'd want one the shape of his hood or something like that, but uh, an Emperor's chair would be pretty cool. But um, that's, uh, yeah, you'd need... Yeah. You just spend your entire day just sitting there and going, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I'll be buying one of those, but, um, you know, <laughs> if I win the lottery... Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in the much-awaited uh, uh, Star Wars uh, Jedi Lost, uh, there's been talk of apparently Respawn Entertainment originally wanted to cast the main character as an alien creature. Um, uh, as we all know, they cast the male character, uh, Al Kestis, played by Cameron Monaghan from Shameless and Gotham. Uh, originally, they were toying with the idea of an alien creature uh, and a possibly a female alien creature. They ended up having the female not going against, go with a female protagonist because they didn't want to, characters to compete against Rey. Because we don't have any other female characters to compete for fandom with Rey. And, and uh, also, they were worried that an uh, alien character would alienate players because it's not human. But of course, I'm sure everyone here will agree, like, oh, I would love to play as, like, uh, a Twi'lek uh, character or a Rodian or whatever, <laughs> make me a boss ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was almost that. That's that's pretty neat. And in our final story, not overly important, but if you watch the Galaxy Star Wars Galaxy Adventures cartoon show on YouTube, uh, they have finally gotten to the Ewok battle. Oh yeah. In Endor, it's only like a minute long, but man, the animation is so sweet. And nothing like hearing uh, Ewok scream in a going. <laughs> so go to go to their YouTube channel and check out so you can get your yub nom on today. I those Galaxies of Adventure really shorts are amazing. Yeah. have you seen those, Phil? Uh, I've seen a few of it. That's the yeah. uh, I saw them at the beginning. They came out last year, right? They had uh, yeah. Ray Ray running through Jakku with BB-8. Maybe it was like a year ago or something. I've seen a few, but. Uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't been keeping up too much. I think with those, those ones are the forces of destiny. These ones are the galaxy of it. I don't know why. They're oh different. yeah, no forces of destiny. Yeah, are they yeah. different. This one, yeah, this one's a different style. I think the animation's slicker in this one, and um, yeah. But these are just like what they've done is they've taken pieces from the original trilogy. Yeah. And I don't know about the prequels yet, but the original trilogy for sure. And what they've done is they've kind of done it in a way for like a newer generation of kids who might be bored from mm. movies from 1977, you know? So they've kind of yeah. revamped it and, and spiced yeah. it up. A bit. I think they're a lot of fun to look at personally. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I haven't it's, seen it. What, are they on the Disney channel YouTube channel? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, I might have a look. Man. Just uh, galaxy adventure and event, galaxies of adventure. You'll find it. it it's weird. Cause it is really, really cool. I would love to buy one. Oh, like a DVD or whatever of the whole or download, I guess. Who buys a DVD anymore? <laughs> yeah. uh, of the whole thing. I would love to rewatch, even if it's only like a fraction of the actual movie time. Like it looks really cool and it's just, it, it's exactly more, it's more or less exactly like the movie, but there's just a different feel to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, mm. I was like super psyched to see the Ewoks. Oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, more of this. But uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, it's always good to see an Ewok, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, JJ. We're not going to see him. We're, we're not going to see him again in. Uh, <laughs> I don't think in a live action movie. I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that Why put not? A damper on everything. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Maybe be, we won't. I'm not sure. But, I would um, love it. But you know what? I think I'll just be like, surprised. I think just like Jabba, they're kind of tricky to put into modern because they're puppets mm-hmm. or they're costumes, right? So it's like, how do you make them not look? How do you make them look better than they did, but not too different? Yeah. But it's we it's a tough yeah. thing. So I'll you know what I'll give them a pass. No, I won't. Bring them. Okay, top five. Uh, yeah. Top five. Today's top five, top five are brought to us. Brock's not joining us on this top five, just so Brock knows. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Skype, get your poop together. All right, today's top five is uh I think this one's gonna be a lot of fun. It's top five characters we would like to see appear on the Cassian and or Disney Plus series. All of mm. mine are Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah. Brock's decided He'd to be, uh, yeah, yeah. He'd be pretty old then, right? He'd be pretty quite important. Exactly. Yeah. And so Disney... He might be, uh, yeah. I think Disney's afraid of Jar Jar in live action, kind of like he walks in Jar... But you know what? Yeah, whatever. I don't want to get into it. Well, yeah, Jar- I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm... I, I missed out on the Jar Jar hate, really. I didn't... Mm, I didn't really have a problem with him at all. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's just one of those things. Like he was obviously made for kids, and oh, I yeah. was uh, when the prequels came out. I was probably already in high school, so I was like, oh, he's just a kid's character, right? So yeah. uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's one of those things. Like like the Ewoks, like people slate the Ewoks. I I I. It's one of my favorite parts of of Return of the Jedi is when they're you know they have the final battle and they. Yeah, I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely, that's my yeah, two cents well, worth. <laughs> it's weird for Star Wars fans to hate on something. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> odd. I think it's, it's really strange. Yeah, really strange. They're usually compassionate. Yeah. All right, Brock, why don't you start yeah. us off with your top your number five character you would like to see appear in the Cassian Andor Disney Plus series? Mine. This is kind of a wild card, and I I didn't do enough research to think back if he could even be in this timeline. I think he's alive. But Shriv from Battlefront yes. 2, uh, the during pilot. Oh, Maybe okay. he's, he's, it's too early to put him in. I don't know. I think he's a great character. Uh, yes, he is. I would love it. It would be, and he's perfect because he's, he's everything the like the, re, the rebellion stands for. You're like, yeah, the sarcastic pilot, like perfect. And I got to, uh, I don't know if we're allowed to do this, Brock, but uh, our good friends over at Around the Galaxy podcast, mm. they're, he's getting interviewed uh, on this week's show. So Pete's interviewing oh. the voice actor who portrayed Shriv on this week's Around the Galaxy. So check that one out if you're a fan of Shriv. Yeah, hands uh, down one of the best part of Battlefront 2. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I would love to see him become something more than just yeah. a character in there. Because I think Battlefront 2, that storyline handled, they got a lot of cool things right, I thought, in that. As short as it was and, and all that. Uh, my number five is, uh, Brock, just plug your ears. I don't know how you could bring him into this because it makes no sense. But two tubes. Phil, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that makes sense, actually. I didn't even think of that. Well, it makes sense, yeah. but not uh, like I was going to say Saw, but I don't think Saw makes sense because he's kind of like, hopefully, I don't know how, I don't know when this takes place. So anyway, Phil. Uh, well, I, I presumed it's going to be like four or five years before yeah. Rogue One. Oh, okay. uh, so I, that's what just what I think. I don't think he's going to be too young in it. I think it's going to be the build-up to Road uh, to Rogue One. I so hope it starts I with him said, as a six-year-old when he says, "I've been in this fight for six since I was six years old," and we see him as yeah, a six-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grow yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. 
hiding in a bunker like Jim yeah. Nelson. <laughs> the first season's just casting yeah. in a bunker. <laughs> right, uh, I part. put number five, uh, Mon Mothma. Nice, Mon Mothma. nice. Makes yeah. complete sense. Yeah, oh, I'd, yeah. yeah, I'd like her to be. Don't know who's going to play it, but I'd like uh, I'd like to see a bit more of that kind of uh, what I would call the new hope. One of my favourite things about like the original trilogy is all of the see-through screens with the sort of green and purple maps on it. That you're like, oh, you yeah. know, when they, so good. I, I, it, it looks cool. Uh, so I'd quite like them to have some kind of. Uh, headquarters where we see Mon Mothma that's it and it would be cool to see them to see them um, recruit Cassie and Andor at some point too and she'd be the perfect one to bring in obviously for that do you think yeah. it's an origin story of why Mon Mothma always wears white or something like that <laughs> it starts off she's wearing she's wearing like all black and then something it's happens it's like how Holdo wears all purple and I'm like yeah, yeah. You know why. <laughs> oh, we, yeah. Know, we know it's all all right, uh, my yeah. number four, I'll go first on number four. He is the uh, second greatest pod racer to ever exist. His name is Sabalba. And I don't Ooh. know I, I don't know Ooh. why or how, but, you know, I was, yeah. I've been thinking a lot about Sabalba the last, like, week and a half. And I'm like, you know, I don't know how you bring him back or a dug back, but Cassidy Andor seems like a place you could do that if you wanted. He could go to Tatooine, right? Yeah. Cassidy Andor. Imagine Cassiandra watching a pod race and Sabalba's over there. Yeah. Uh, We're Phil... checking che- checking on Luke. See how uh, he's oh, going on. Yeah. Ah, a lot going yeah. on. Phil, you're number four? Yeah. Uh, number four. Hang on. I'm just going to get yeah. my thing. And number four, I put uh, Bale Organa. Nice. Yeah. I'd like more. I'd like to learn more about uh, Bale Organa. Definitely more. And how, how important. Because you never kind of really know how important he is to... Uh, yeah. What role does he play, you know, in 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 um, the Rebel Alliance stuff like that? So, Brock's hands are up. Do you bring back Jimmy Smith? And the second question: Do we go to Alderaan? Uh, I think um, <laughs> it would be interesting to see what somebody thinks it looks like. Like it would be quite yeah. cool, um, and to see what the. Because they're, you know, very peaceful people, right? That's what Leia says. They're very everybody lives in harmony and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, it'd be cool. I'd like to see that. Um, why not? Yeah, I'm down for both yeah. of those. Brock, number four. Yeah, I'd love to see uh, it. number four. Maybe, maybe this is a little low on the list, but Vader. I don't know. I I don't want oh. to Vader yeah. press. <laughs> like he's that ace in the hole where you're just like. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't see a lot of Jedi presence in it. Yeah. There's really much of a Jedi presence at this timeline, but like, uh, I mean, he's there, right? Absolutely. I, you know, like you said, he's the ace in the hole. People complain that they're overusing Vader, but I it's just, you know, yeah. use him. You got him. That's Back why I put to him. To the future, use him. Yeah, let's get something new. Uh, my number three. I'll just start with my number three because it's already been. He's already been said. His name is Bail Organa. And Jimmy Smiths will play him, and we will go to Alderaan. And that's going to have a new spin-off show called The Bail Organa on Alderaan Show. And it's going to end with the destruction of Alderaan. And it'll, it'll, it'll match the, the awesomeness of the series finale of ALF, where and the FBI <laughs> take ALF away. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen ALF. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it, ends on a, it ends on a harsh... No, he's about to go back to Malmac. Was it Malmac? Malmac, yeah. To eat some cats. And then uh, the FBI grab him and take him away. So it's pretty sad. 
<laughs> Brock, your number three. Uh, my number three is going to be... Oh, God, I had it. I didn't write it down. In Rebels, and again, this might be not the right timeline. Puffer Pig! Uh, Rebels, the... Uh, who's the, the Imperial agent that's always chasing them? And then becomes Callus? good. Talus, thank Callus, you. I was yeah. like, Texas. Like, that's not that's a perfect like, character to bring up in. While Talus, just because of the whole... Um, God, what was the Rebel code name? Uh, what was his code name? That Fulcrum. James Fulcrum, right? Because he's Fulcrum at one point. Ahsoka's at Fulcrum, and apparently so is Cassian Andor. So I want to know more about that. Maybe it doesn't work, but like uh, I don't know if you knew this, Phil. There's like I think it's a Rogue One, like you know those books they put out with like the characters and stuff like that. He has a code name and. So there's a section where it's like his name, where he's from, and then code name Fulcrum, and we're like, what? Mm. Oh, so, okay. so like, I would like to really delve into that idea quite a bit. Yeah, I like that. Fill your number three. Uh, my number three is Galen Erso. I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like. I'd like to see his. I'd like to see him like having an everyday job working on the Death Star. I think that'd be awesome. I'd like to see him go to work every day knowing that he's gonna. You know, maybe him making friends with bad people so that he can get the plans inserted into the Death Star and all that kind of stuff and leave the trap. Yeah. All that. The, the story surrounding the Rogue One story that surrounds the New Hope story, I, I, I think, will be quite cool. I would love see. it if it's, it's like... kind of, I know, I know it's, it's a little bit like I want to see more New Hope, but <laughs> I, I'd like to see some kind of backbone to the whole story i'd like to see galen Erso working just really, going having you know getting a coffee in the morning and then going having his breakfast and then and he sits at work he's like you oh, know forgot my yeah. lunch today yeah uh, dress down to... fridays we can wear jeans and the vending machine eats <laughs> yeah. his credits <laughs> like, yeah like yeah I'd, cool. I'd probably watch that show too yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh brock you're number two number two now can we put K2SO on this list, or are we just like, he's on the cast? We uh, he's, already he's already on the cast, so I would, I would okay, scratch. Not, is he already in it? Is yeah, it? he's in it, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, Does that change your number one? I, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number two is going to be... Uh, I'm trying to decide, because I do like Krennic quite a bit. Like, uh, I'm going to go... Or Sorry, we just said Urso. I'm gonna go Krennic then to switch it up. Uh, I like to see his his coming up because I I don't I, like the show is called Aunt Cassian and or Andor like, but because he's so intertwined with the the, the Rogue One story and the mm. building of the Death Star, it would be very very cool to see a Krennic coming up through the things or and they never really interact but like it's kind of going on at the same time like because I get the sense that he's going to be, it's mostly him being a spy, right? So it'd be, like, kind of cool to see the two networks of, like, the Imperial secrecy and then the Rebellion spies, and, like, they constantly are near each other, but they never interact, right? That would be really interesting, so. Mm. And plus, if you can get, um... Who's the actor who plays Krennic? I am the best at remembering. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh Um... To get him back. Mandelson. Mendelssohn, yeah, yeah. Ben Mendelssohn, yeah. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Uh, my number two. It's never going to happen because you got to go to Corellia for this one. 
But Moloch. Oh, yeah. Bring him back. I want to see some more Moloch. I want to see more of those. uh, Whatever the hell his creature was called. I want to see more of those. uh, Yeah. Bring back Moloch. uh, That's who I want to see. And then, you know, you build the world out from there as well. So anyway, Brock, you're number two. Oh, my number two is Krennic. Did I do? Okay. Yeah. Is that number two? Yeah. All right, Phil, number two. Uh, yeah, I, my number two. I can't Funny count. enough, you should say Krennic because I uh, I had him penciled in, and uh, last minute I crossed him out because I thought I don't know. I just thought I don't know. I went for Han Solo, number two. Oh, all right. And, Try because uh, I don't know what what's his name, uh, Alden Alan Reich. Yeah, like I don't know what he's done now, so maybe he could just come back in and yeah, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think giving him just... a job so he can buy a new hat would be great. I don't know if you guys have seen the pictures of him wearing that weird hat, but he's got a hat that just does not fit his head, and uh, I'm just not happy with it. What, what, what kind of hat? I don't even, I, I don't know, like a paper bag. I'm not sure what it is. You got to look at the pictures, it's uh. He wears it everywhere, it. and it's like, come on, you got money. But remember when there was a rumor that Han Solo was going to appear in Rogue One for like an end credit scene or something? Do you remember those rumors? Yeah, yeah, I do. So I could see Solo. <laughs> I could see Solo showing up in Cassie. Yeah, who, who would have played him? Uh was this? I, yeah, it would have been only Reich. only if it's uh, Alden Ehrenreich. I think only if it's him. I think I don't. We don't need yeah. another Han Solo. No, and if but, this does if take place. If this takes place like you say it, you think it will, the four or five years before Rogue One, yeah. Aaron Reich makes sense yeah. for it. And yeah. then you can spin off a Han Solo show, spin off from the cast in Andor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do that. yeah. I think it'd be good to see him again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. I think he was a really good, actually, I think he was a really, really good Han Solo. Yeah. I oh. really enjoyed his performance. I thought it was fantastic. Like, I don't know who else was in the running to do it, but I think. They picked the best one. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I, you, for sure. You don't have to convince us. We would love a solo. Team. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, uh, yeah, I look, they have casting directors and people make these decisions for a reason and it's because they are mm. not on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? For like, sure. For sure. Like, those are their sure, jobs. Yeah. They, they scan yeah. the papers, the tapes, the, the audition mm. rooms, everything. They know what they're doing. Uh, Hansel yeah. would be great. All right, we're on number one, right? Because I can't do math. We all know that. That <clears throat> counting, one, counting is my weakness. Number one for me. Um, this one, this character might be dead. I think in some aspect he died, like in a an unrendered Clone Wars episode, unfinished Clone Wars. But Cad Bane, I'm gonna go Cad Bane oh, appearing. Yeah. How awesome would it be if he was uh, mm. an antagonist in this series to some extent? Uh, he might make more sense for maybe the Mandalorian, but um, we're not talking Mandalorian. We're talking Cassian Andor. So I'm going to go Cad Bane because he looks cool, sounds cool, and uh, let's yeah. bring some more of the westernness to it. Brock, you're number two. My number one. Number one. <laughs> I told you I can't count. This was a test. Brock, you're number, number one. Number one, Ahsoka. Oh! I don't know how you do it, oh. but, like, <laughs> come on. Let's just do it, man. And yeah. if you want a Jedi... I mean, she's no Jedi, but, like, that's how you get a little bit of lightsaber action going. And it makes sense because she's Fulcrum, the first Fulcrum that we meet. Exactly. I'm all in on this Fulcrum. (laughs) What if there's a character named Fulcrum who dies in the first episode? And they're like, we all must be Fulcrum. Yeah, that should be the whole first, like, plot line of, like, the Fulcrum 
code name. Oh, I'm just thinking about how this could be like a whole thing about spies is amazing to me. <laughs> it will be good. Phil, you're number one. Uh, I went uh, pretty obvious with my number one. Um, I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> Kaz try and make an edgy call. Nah, I went Darth Vader. That's my oh, number one. I'd love hey, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's like fun. it's yeah, he, he fits in that timeline, you know, completely. And I'd like to see more bits. Rogue One esque Darth Vader when he's just hacking people down and, you know, <laughs> just causing causing mayhem and causing trouble, really. Do you think they drop him in right away, or is it sort of like the no, end no, of the no? Season, they're like, or yeah, I think I think it's it's going to be a build up, right? It's going to yeah. be a lot yeah. of Cassian Andor. It's mainly going to be about him um, to start. Maybe even like I don't know how long it's going to go on for. Mm-hmm. Maybe even like second, third season if they do like if it keeps going on, and then just be like. Here's Vader just chopping people down and killing are, everybody are, inside. I think it'd be brilliant. Are you a fan of like the Rebels TV show? Um, I have only seen season one. Oh, okay, oh. so like, uh, what are your yeah, thoughts? I, I, like, yeah, go ahead. No, so that that's what I mean with that. Like, I I have seen, I know kind of what happens because I've read a lot about it. Yeah. But I've only actually watched it from the beginning. And the season one, it starts quite slow, you know, with... Um, yeah, it does. <laughs> you know, um, and it's just adventures, right? It's just adventures, and we go here and we go there. And then, all you know, when you read further on with yeah. uh, all the characters that come back in it and all that kind of stuff, like, uh, I think it could be like that when it starts. It starts very sort of remote, and they're bringing in new characters, and then all of a sudden... Because the, the evil people are still the same evil people in the yeah, in, in, yeah. in the in the universe, right? They're still the same evil yeah. people, so they have to be in in some way. They have to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I ask is I, I was like, what do you think about maybe like the Inquisitor character coming back, or like the I forget this, like the fifth brother, the seventh sister, like yeah. No, I I, I yeah yeah I, I I have only seen the first season and. Exactly. It's something that I, I like. I'm waiting really for, um, excuse me, sorry, for uh, Disney Plus because when that comes out, I'll imagine that all of the seasons will be on yeah. on Disney Plus. Uh, right? Yeah, I, I would think so. I think they are. Yeah. Think they so I mean, yeah, it's it's something that I never really mm. got deep into, if I'm honest. Uh, it definitely gets, yeah, hella good. Mm. It, it, yeah, it, no, for sure, for sure. I just uh, it's a lot of time and. I, I hope that oh, yeah. once it's on Disney Plus and that sort yeah. of all rolls out, then I can slowly get into it, you know. Absolutely. Um, I think you'll enjoy yeah. it. And I on. think I will, yeah, for sure. I mean, I love Star Wars, right? So it's like, uh, <laughs> I, I just, I've never really, like, I don't have uh, what we call Sky TV, right? Which is like cable or anything like that. You know, yeah. I just have, um, and they don't show it on TV out here. And when I was at home, they didn't really show it on TV back home unless you had these sort yeah. of super, super packages on TV and I was like, oh, I can't be, can't yeah, be bothered yeah. with that. But, um, I think I'm going to definitely get Disney Plus when it comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I think for it. And hopefully uh, it's something to look forward to because, uh, you know, it's it's like if they have a... They they said that uh, after the last... Uh, the Rise of Skywalker, sorry, they were going to have a break, right, for two or three years. Mm, yeah. But, so I've got I've got Rebels to watch, which is great. <laughs> first time, yeah. I've got that to watch for the first time. So 
lots of time to watch Rebels. Lots of time for us to keep making these Rebels Scum podcasts. 132 of them. We're never going to end. We're never going to stop. Never stop. Phil, thanks so much for joining us here today. Thanks yeah, for taking some time out of your... We know it's a busy schedule because you're not like Brock and I. You you do things. Brock and I just sit here and talk <laughs> Star Wars all day. We wish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, just uh, thanks for uh, doing what you do, you guys. It's um, oh, it's really uh, a pleasure to support you on Patreon because, you know, uh, YouTube is a strange place. And when you have people that are just genuinely quite cool guys and just just normal and regular people, you know, it's 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 uh, it's really nice. And like, you know, when you come home and you have a full day out of work and you come home and you think, ah, oh, there's another upload and you just switch it on and relax and it makes my day a lot of the time. So it's really good. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. That's yeah, really awesome to hear. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for all of your support. Thanks for joining us. Loved your, uh, your odds yeah. and your top five. It's fun to do that. We'll do it again when uh, we can figure out the time zone things going on. It's just, yeah, I mean, for me, it's quite easy to remember because it's exactly 12 hours, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's, so uh, if you say 10 o'clock, it's like, well, it's just the other 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just the other one. We just have to be, yeah. Us, we record early, you record late. And that's... Uh, we'll do it again yeah. sometime. No Brock, worries, yeah. Brock, anything you want to say to wrap this show up? Uh, thanks again, Phil. It's been excellent talking to you. And Yeah, cool. It's just really my... nice to know that someone's listening to us on the other side yeah. of yeah. the world. That's That's wild. Yeah, send my regards to Andrew. I I enjoy. I will not. <laughs> comed, comed, the comedic value is fantastic. Just, just, like right. uh, his ego. Is know, good. When, he, when he gets <laughs> on about, <laughs> I watched one the other day, and he was. Uh, I think he said something like, "Oh yeah, I was uh, looking back at my old uh, magazines of Wizard magazine or something like that." Yeah. And James said. Of course you were, of course you were. <laughs> 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 just maybe I, I just laughed. For a lot, yeah. Oh, Andrew. Yeah, we wouldn't that was do great. I, I enjoy, I think he's he's a genuinely lovely bloke and I think you're all pretty... You're right about us, you're wrong about job. him. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he no, is, he's... but thanks again. Uh, it, it's awesome to hear. Thanks for joining us. And Brock, Yeah. so you though, we're always scum. Rebel Scum. Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.